Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Welcome to Veterans Air, the Veterans Hour. I am your host, Douglas B. You can listen to us live the first Tuesday of every month at 1 p.m. here on your Lone Star Community Radio. You can also listen to past podcasts um, at www.veteransair.us, at this radio station's Facebook page, or wherever you get your fine podcasts. Um, a little housekeeping, as always, before we get started. And forgive my voice for the day. Um, you can contact us through the website, www.veteransair.us. Leave a message there. Or better yet, you can text us in the studio on our Google phone, 936-344-3083. Got a big show for you coming up today. We're going to talk about the recently passed PAC Act and what that means to veterans and spouses. So let's jump right into that and, and get going, because we've got a really, really long show to do here. Um, we're going to discuss the, the, the PACT Act and what it means to us our, and our loved ones. So grab a pen. Some of you grab a crayon. You know who you are. And get ready to take notes. Um, if you're not a note kind of taking person, then no problem. You can download a full transcript of this show when it is uploaded to veteransair.us slash archives. The PACT Act is a new law that expands VA health care and benefits for veterans exposed to burn pits and other toxic substances. This law helps provide for generations of veterans and their survivors with the care and the benefits that they have so earned. What's the PACT Act, and, and how is it going to affect your VA status, benefits, disability, and care? The PACT Act is perhaps the largest health care and benefits expansion in VA history. The full, law, the full name of the law, if you want to know, is the Sergeant First Class, health, Sergeant First Class Heath Robinson honoring our promise to address comprehensive toxic Pact Act. That's a mouthful. And I, I love the way they name these laws after somebody. I really do. The Pact Act brings about changes to the VA and the way the VA cares for veterans that have been affected by burn pits. This all goes into presumptive conditions. So I want to stop with my written comments and excuse me, talk to you about a presumptive condition. You may have a condition that the VA is saying 0% service-connected. Under this PAC Act, that status may change. You say that again. Under this new law, the status of your benefits may change because now there's a slew of presumptive conditions. And presumptive means... If you served during a certain length of time at a certain location 
and later in life you came down with this condition, the VA is going to assume that it was because of your service and give you benefits and care for that. If you've been denied on one of these presumptives, file again. The PAC Act is about to, to bring about changes to the way the VA cares for the veterans affected by the burn fit, pits. It expands and extends eligibility for VA health care for veterans with toxic exposures and veterans of the Vietnam, Gulf War, and post-9-11 era. Hey, guess what? Something for me, maybe. It adds more than 20 new presumptive conditions for burn pits and other toxins. Adds more presumptive exposures for locations for Agent Orange and radiation exposure. This act requires the VA to provide a toxic exposure screening to every veteran enrolled in VA health care. Some of you listening to my voice are veterans and have not yet registered with the VA. You're 20, 30 years old. You're young, strong, ain't a damn thing wrong with you. That's today. Once you get to be my age, you might find that, oops, I should have registered with the VA. If you have not yet registered with the VA healthcare system, I encourage you to do so. This act helps improve research, staff education, and treatment related to toxic exposures. If you are a veteran or survivor, you can file claims now to apply for the PACT Act related benefits. Some of us are going to get really busy. What does it mean to have a presumptive condition for toxic exposures under this law? Under this law. To get a VA disability rating, your disability must be connected to your military service. For many health conditions, you need to prove that your service caused your conditions. But for some conditions, the VA automatically assumes or presumes that your service caused your condition. These are the presumptive conditions. The VA can only consider a condition presumptive when it's established by law or regulation. If you have one of these presumptive conditions, you don't need to prove that your service caused the condition. You only need, only need to meet the service requirements for the presumptive condition. A lot of us out there are on VA disability. And to get that VA disability, we had, we had to prove to the government that our military service caused this. Under a presumptive condition, you don't have to prove diddly squat, except that you were there. The VA is going to assume that since you were there and you had the condition, that it was caused by military service and give you the benefits and care you so rightly deserve. I have incredible dry mouth today. Pay attention, Gulf War era and post 9-11 veterans. This is your eligibility. What burn pit and other toxic exposure conditions that are now presumptive? That the VA has added more than 20 burn pit and other toxic exposures and presumptive conditions based on the PACT Act. 
This expands and changes benefits for golf war error and post 9-11. I'm a golf war error guy. These conditions and these cancers are now presumptive. It means if you have one of these or you develop one of these, it's going to be presumed it was because of your exposure. You don't need to prove anything, just presumed. These cancers are now presumptive. Brain cancer, gastrointestinal cancer of any type. I can't even mention some, uh, I can't even pronounce some of these, so make sure you download this description when this uh, program is posted. Uh, Glioblastic anoma, head cancer of any type, kidney cancer, lymphatic cancer of any type, lymphoma of any type. Love you, Diana Marie. Melanoma, neck cancer, pancreatic cancer, reproductive cancer of any type, respiratory breathing-related cancers of any type. The, these illnesses are now presumptive. Asthma that was diagnosed after service. Let me say that again. Asthma diagnosed after service. Some of you out there, and uh, our, our lovely Miss Tanya from Bitter Glitter, guess what, sweetheart? You're going to be doing this one. Yes, you are. Chronic bronchitis. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. That's COPD. Chronic rhinitis. Chronic sinusitis. Constrictive bronchiolosis or obstructive bronchiolosis. Emphysema. Granulomosis disease. I can't even pronounce that, but go look it up. Intestinal lung cancer. Puritis. Pulmonary fibrosis. Scarciodosis. All these conditions are now presumptive. We're going to get into where you have to have served and under what years, but I, I, I want to give a comment here. Now, if you've been following this show and have interacted with me, you know that I say that the VA is a boon and it's a bust. For some of us, VA does a wonderful job caring for us. For others, not so much. You may have one of these illnesses or one of these cancers and have not related it to your service. You may not have one of these conditions today. You may not have one of these conditions today, but you still need to file because if you develop these diseases or cancers later on in life, the VA now will say, oh, guess what? This is a presumptive condition, even though it may have happened 20 years ago. It's a presumptive condition. We're going to treat you, and this is important. The VA does not treat every veteran exactly the same. When you register with the VA, one of the things that, that you're going to do is called a means test. And if you make above such a cutoff score, you're going to co-pay for services and you're going to co-pay for medications. 
the VA by its charter only treats your service-connected disability or illness. The exception to that rule is if you get like 100%, they're going to treat you for everything and not charge you anything. So let's say you're fine today, but 10 years from now, you develop asthma. Unless you have registered with the VA and claimed this as a presumptive condition, they may not treat you when it actually happens. I need you all to get out there with whoever's helping you with the VA, whoever veteran service officer you're using. And personally, for me, I'd use the DAV. Guys do a great job. Thanks. Um, But you need to be on top of this. You need to be on top of this. You need to be on top of your benefits. If you come to me after your benefits are gone and they've sent you letter upon letter and you decided not to answer them, there's not much I can do to help you. So act now. Let's talk about locations and periods for these presumptive conditions. If you served in any of these locations and time periods, the VA has determined that you had exposure to burn pits or other toxins. This is called having a presumptive exposure. On or after September 11th, 2001, in any of these locations. Afghanistan, Jubati, Egypt, Jordan, Lebanon, Syria. Use Berkistan, Yemen, or the airspace above any of these locations. Hey, you rotary wing guys, pay attention. Any airspace above these locations. On or after August 2nd, 1990. Here's our Gulf War babies. Baran, Iraq, Kuwait, Oman, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Somalia, United United Arab Emirates. Told you I couldn't speak today. You can jump in any time, Dick, when I'm stumbling like this. We appreciate your support. Or the airspace above any of these locations. Post 9-11? Gulf War. Oh, by the way, Qatar is the proper pronunciation for that country. It's not Qatar. Did you know that, Dick? Dick says, I don't care. Um... How to determine if I am eligible for free VA health care as a post-9-11 combat veteran. The VA is extending, extending and expanding VA health care eligibility based on the PAC Act. I encourage you to apply no matter your separation date. Your eligibility depends on your service history and other factors. Hey, it seems like I'm not stumbling if I use my radio voice. If you meet... The requirements listed here, you can get free VA health care for any condition related to your service for up to 10 years from the date of your most recent discharge or separation. You can also enroll at any time during this period and get the care you need, but you may owe a copay. We just talked about this. If you are not enrolled in the VA health care, do so today. Today. 
Now, at least one of these has to be true of your active duty service. You served in a theater of combat operations during a period of war after the Persian Gulf War. Or you served in combat against a hostile force during the period of hostilities after November 11, 1989. And this must also be true. You were discharged or released on or after October 1, 2013. You may ask, what if I was discharged or released before October 1, 2013? Well, if you meet the requirements listed here, you can re receive care and enroll during a special enrollment period between October 1, 2022 and October 1, 2023. The VA has given you this one-time chance to enroll in the healthcare system. No harm, no foul. Because some of you have learned you waited too long to, to register with the VA. Now you can't get health care. I know that's true because that was me. When I got out, I was still young and fun and could do anything I wanted to. It was 20 years later that my condition got so bad that I actually needed to see somebody. And it took an act of a congressman to intervene in my behalf to get registered in the VA. Continuing, at least one of these conditions must be true about your active service. You served in a theater of combat operations during the period of war after the Persian Gulf War. Gulf War was first, war on terrorism second. You served in combat against a hostile force during the hostilities after November 11th, 1998. What does that mean? You served in combat against a hostile force during this period of time. We weren't at war with somebody yet. But you know what? When someone's shooting at you, that's close enough to combat for, for everybody. And the, this law is saying, if you served in one of these smaller units during one of these smaller skirmishes, you, can, you are also covered. Honduras comes to mind to me. Continuing on, both of these, of the next set of these, both of these must be true. You were discharged or released between September 11th, 2001 and October 1st, 2013. And you haven't enrolled in the VA healthcare system beforehand. I encourage you to apply during this one-year period from October to, uh, this year until October next year, even if there's nothing wrong with you. I encourage you to enroll in the VA healthcare so that it is, if something happens to you, God forbid, it's a record of it that you enrolled and you were claiming these benefits at a future date. That's it. Just enroll. Make sure you have a VA health card. I don't care if it says zero service connected. You need to have a VA card. I'll stand up here for a second, Dick. Grab my wallet. Mm. <clears throat> Just what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about 
this. You have to have one of these. I don't care if it says zero service connected. That's today. 20 years from now when you can't breathe or you have cancer, God forbid, this is what you need to get the treatment you need. Register with the VA healthcare system. Now, I am specifically looking at a young fireman slash welder who I've told over and over again that they need to do this, <clears throat> but he likes to do it his own way. <clears throat> what about Vietnam and Vietnam era veterans? There is, are there anything new about Agent Orange for these guys? Based on the PAC Act, the VA added two new Agent Orange presumptive conditions. High blood pressure, also called hypertension, and monoclonal gammopathy of undetermined significance. MGUS. have no idea what that is. I know what high blood pressure is. Hey, Keith, guess what? It's now a presumptive condition. This has not been a, a, a presumptive condition beforehand for Vietnam-era veterans. Now they're going, well, you know what? We've done more testing. We have more evidence. So if you are a Vietnam veteran, you have high blood pressure, guess what? VA is going to take care of it. Just like the Persian Gulf War and the, the War on Terror War um, for 20 years, then you had to be someplace in order for this presumptive conditions to be true. There's certain areas of the world that the VA has now added if you served there, this presumptive condition is, is assumed. The VA has added five new locations. Any U.S. or Royal Thai, or is it, is it pronounced Thai? I think it's pronounced Thai. Royal, U.S. or Royal Thai military base in Thailand from January 9th, 1962 through June 1960. 76. So if you were over there in Thailand, between those time zones, it's presumed that you're going to get high blood pressure. If you served in Laos from December 1, 1965 through September 30th, 1969, we're going to presume that these conditions hold true for you. Cambodia at Mimat or Krek, Kampong Cham Province from April 16, 1969 through April 30, 1969. Guam or American Samoas or in the territorial waters off of Guam and the American Samoas from January 1962 through July 30, 1980. Johnston's Atoll or a, on a ship that called at Johnston Atoll from January 1, 1972 through January 30, 30th, 1997. If you served on active duty in any of these locations, the VA will automatically assume or presume that you had exposure to Agent Orange. This is huge. This is huge. Blue Water Navy guys are even included. Let's talk about radiation. The VA has added three new exposure, uh, sorry, the VA has added three new response efforts to the list of presumptive conditions regarding radiation exposure. 
cleanup of the Iatowak Toll from January 1, 1997 through December 31, 1980. Cleanup of the Air Force B-52 bomber carrying nuclear weapons off the coast of Palomar, Spain from January 17, 1996 through January 31st through March 31st, 1967. Response to the fire aboard the Air Force B-52 bomber carrying nuclear weapons near Thule Air Force Base in Greenland from January 21st, 1968 to September 25th, 1968. If you took part in any of these efforts, the VA will automatically assume that you had exposure to radiation. So, how do you file a disability claim for a new presumptive condition? If you haven't filed a claim yet for this new presumptive condition, you can file a new claim online right now. You can also file by mail, in person, or with the help of a trained professional. And I recommend a trained professional. If the VA has previously denied your disability claim, the VA will now consider your condition presumptive, and you can submit a supplemental claim for a review of your case. So you filed for disability for one of these conditions, and it came back denied. You don't need to start over again. You just need to submit a supplemental claim. What if you have a pending claim for a condition that's now presumptive? You don't need to do anything. If the VA added your condition after you filed your claim, they'll still consider it presumptive. They'll send you a decision notice once they have completed that review. So if you have a claim currently in there, and it claims one of these conditions, and you meet the requirements for that presumptive condition, the VA is going to review your case and send you a decision letter when your uh, case is settled, when your claim is done. They'll automatically look for one of these presumptive conditions on your claim that you submitted and approve it. Yes, it's service-connected. When can you make, when can you think that the VA will finally make a decision on any case in reference to this PACT Act? This is quoted from the VA representative and says, quote, we encourage all veterans and survivors to file for benefits now. We'll start to process PACT Act related benefits in January of 2023. We must wait for funding approval from Congress and put the needed systems in place before we can process these claims. If you apply for benefits at any time in the next year, and we grant your application, will likely backdate your benefits to the date of the bill signing. This means we'll pay you the amount you would have received on August 10, 2022, to the date we grant you the application. File now. They can't do anything until the year 2023, because Congress has released the funds. Congress has yet to figure out how they're going to pay for their Pelotons and the billions and billions of dollars we gave to the Ukraine. Eventually, they'll figure out how to use our tax dollars to pay for us. When that happens, if you have a claim already submitted, 
and they don't get the money until 2023, they're going to backdate. You'll get a lump sum. Here's all the money that we should have paid you, but we didn't. So get on this, guys. It's like really important. How much time do I have left, Dick? 23 minutes? We may, we, we may run short. And again, we may not. It depends. How about information for our survivors, our spouses? VA survive, sorry, veteran survivors get compensation payments under the PACT Act. If you're a surviving family member of a veteran, you may be eligible for these benefits. A monthly VA dependency and indemnity compensation, we call this the VA DIC, you may get this payment. You may qualify if you're the surviving spouse, dependent child, or parent of a veteran who died from a service-connected disability. Let me read that again. A monthly VA dependency and indemnity compensation payment may be, may be given if you are a qualifying spouse, dependent child, or parent of a veteran who died from a service-connected disability. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you something that's going to shock and rock your world. We're going to die. Every day you wake up, you're going to die. If you die because of a service-related illness, your dependents, your spouse, your children, your mom, your dad, whoever's le whoever you left behind, may be eligible to pick up your VA disability payments after you've deceased. But in order to do that, you got to be in it. Go register. File if you've, if you've served in any of these areas, I encourage you to file. <clears throat> a one-time accrued benefits payment. You may qualify if you're the surviving spouse, dependent child, or dependent parent of a veteran who we owed unpaid benefits at the time of their death. You have a claim pending. You died before the VA settled the claim, which is really, really possible. Your dependents now can pick up that claim process and they be paid for the monies that our government may or may, may have owed you. A survivor's pension. You may qualify if you are a surviving spouse or child of a veteran with wartime service. With wartime service. Leon. I'm Leon. <laughs> Forgive me. Um, Leroy, we talked about this. Paperwork needs to be done. What if the VA denied your dick claim and you think you now be eligible? You can submit a new application for VA dependency and indemnification and indemnif indemnity compensation under this PAC Act. Even if your spouse has, is now deceased, you, you personally as the survivor, can file a claim if he died from one of these presumptive conditions during the time frame of his service. What other VA benefits are survivors eligible for now? 
You may be eligible for these VA benefits as a surviving member of a veteran, and these are burial benefits and memorial items, such as a gravesite at the VA National Cemetery or a free headstone, marker, and medallion. A burial allowance to allow the veteran's burial and funeral costs. You may qualify if you're the veteran's surviving spouse, partner, child, or parent. Education and training. You may qualify if you're the survivor of a veteran who died in the line of duty as re- or as a result of service-connected disabilities. Health care through the Civilian Health and Medical Program in the Department of Veterans Affairs, known as CHAMPUS. You may qualify if you're the survivor or dependent of a veteran with a service-connected disability. A VA-backed home loan if you qualify if you're a surviving spouse of a veteran. These are important things, brothers and sisters, that we need to look into and secure for the people we're going to leave behind. It's your responsibility to do this. Nobody's going to do this for you. I think that, that this PAC Act, when, when it actually gets funded so we can do things with it, um, will be a important tool for veterans that are suffering a disability because of their military service. Now, if you know me, there's a veteran and there's a vet. Veterans, you need to pay attention to what I'm putting down here. All right. So, look, if you have questions, make sure you email them over to, to, to Veterans Air. You can email info at veteransair.us, and I will get back to you with an answer or refer you to someone who does have the answer. I don't know everything. I just know a lot of people that do. I got to give a shout out. I forgot this. And I don't ever want to forget this because Darlene, my boss at EMW Productions, is wonderful. I love this woman. She backs us veterans 100%, and she even pays me while I'm doing this show. So let's give a shout out to our show sponsor. Um, veterans Air is made possible by the support of East Meets West Productions, a full service business and marketing consulting firm helping veterans start and fund their business for over 30 years. For more information, call 361-904-0044 and you tell them that Douglas B. from Veterans Air referred you over. She will help you guys. She really will. Um, We're going to do some happenings because some some things are are happening here in in Conroe this month. Um, The first is September 10th at 2 p.m. That's Saturday at 2 p.m., the uh, VFW is going to have their 9-11 memorial. I'll be speaking there, and so will a bunch of other people. I'm sure there'll be drinks and some pizza or whatnot, so come on by. The VFW post at 1303 Siemens Drive. Come down there and, uh, and check it out. We'll be there. Um, the 24th of September, the VFW is having a community rummage sale from 8 to 2 p.m., Indoor and outdoor booths are available for purchases too. Please call the post at 936-703-3316 for more information or to be part of the fun. We're going to have a huge rummage sale. We do this every couple of years. 
Um, it's going to be indoor and outdoor. If you want a table there to sell your rummage, contact the post at 936-703-3316 and get yourself a table or a booth inside or out. We, for the past couple of months, we've been gathering food to donate it to the food bank. And by the way, we did a, you did a wonderful job raising food and money for the Montgomery Keep Us Fed organization that you dropped off at the VFW. Did a wonderful job. We sur- surpassed any goal that we would have set. So not only did we donate a bunch of food to people that need it, but because we donated so much food and it was uh, like $5,000, the Veterans of Foreign Wars National Organization donated $5,000 as a matching donation. So raise your right hand, everybody. Put my hand, pat yourself on the back. You did an outstanding job. Don't give up. Don't stop. Keep donating. The Montgomery County Food Bank is having a shootout hunger um, drive, and that's going to be September 16th at the Blackwood Sporting Company. For more information, you can contact them at 936-271-8822. How much time do I have? 12 minutes? I don't think I'm going to stretch 12 minutes. I'm going to come up short this week. That, that's, that's okay. I don't, I don't care. Hey, if we save some time, you can go get a haircut. <laughs> I tried, Holly. I tried. Um, we're going we're gonna to end this now. We'll do our, our ending here in a second or two. Um, but I want to let you all know that I will be having a special podcast broadcast on September 11th about 9-11 and how that changed my life. You're going to find this on... Veterans Air's Facebook page. You'll find this on our archive page. I'm sure you'll find it uh, here at the Lone Star Community Radio's page. And Dick says, if I do it right and, and we schedule it correctly, it may even go out on the radio. Well, that about wraps up our show for now. But remember to tune in October 4th at 1 p.m. for our next show. We'll be talking, about, we'll be talking with Andrea Corpinging, I just murdered your name, Andrea, sorry. She's from the United Healthcare Organization, and she's going to talk about changes specifically targeting veterans using the VA and Medicare. You do want to listen to this one as you may be pissing away your money. And remember, always go and like Veterans Air on Facebook so you can be informed about our shows and topics and our podcasts. Just to let you know that that what's coming up in the next uh, couple of months, we have the September 11th show. We're going to talk about Tunnel to Towers. We're going to talk about how that affected me personally. Um, Then in October, we have Andrea coming on to talk to you about Medicare. Because if you're an older veteran and you're collecting Social Security, you're now paying for Medicare even though you're not going to use it. Well, that may or may not be true for everyone. Um, If you're on Medicare and you have other insurances, the VA, 
whatever, still listen to the show because there are supplement plans or, or, or advanced urinary care advantage plans, I'm not sure which is the correct one, um, that are of benefit to us veterans and don't even cost us any money. Um, to listen to the show in October and then listen to the show again in November, we're going to have Stephen back on, um, Stephen Zogel. He's now with a new company, and, and he has a bunch of information that he needs to put out for your taxes that you'll be filling out come January. This is in November. You want to listen to this show in November to find out all the things you need to do this year to file your taxes because there's been changes. Okay, so where I am, we talked about her. Why don't you listen to his money away? Well, that about wraps up our show. Um, remember to listen in um, for future shows. Check our Facebook page. Check our website. Check community. Check the Lone Star Community Radio's website and find out where you're at. I want to leave you with this song by Alan Jackson. It's Where Were You? It's about September 11th. And while we're listening, let us remember our police, firemen, first responders, and military in uniform today that are standing and that are in harm's way fighting for our freedoms and our liberties. If you are wearing the uniform, I say to you that I am proud of you. I say to you, thank you. And until next month, stay safe and stay vigilant.
cut out their living guts and use them to grease the treads of our tanks. We're going to murder those lousy bastards by the bush. Now I live bleeding, I mean to inflict the grief, and the least of me is still out of your reach. The killing machine's gonna do the deed until the river runs dry and my last breath leaves. Chin in the air with a head held high, I'll stand in the path of the enemy line. Feel no fear, know my pride, forgotten country, I'll 